With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. N-Y-Y-S-T. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Swinging for the fences. Knock it out the park. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Christian and Chris. Of course, SGR. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Call me New York. Yankee Sports Talk, record, rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, N-Y-Y-S-T, you're hanging with the fellas. Welcome back, this is episode 309 of the N-Y-Y-S-T podcast, we are presented to you by N-Y-Y News TV, I'm your host Christian, as always joined by my co-host Chris. You! (sighs) So that's basically... What I got right now is just a big sigh because uh, we're recording here. It's Tuesday night about 830 and we're just anticipating the. F- I shouldn't really I shouldn't really use that uh, that analogy considering what happened to me this past week. But uh, we're we're uh, we're waiting final word, I guess you could say, on the end of Aaron Judge's career with the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where there where there's smoke, there has to be fire, and um, all signs are pointing to Aaron Judge leaving the New York Yankees. So, uh, if that news breaks uh, while we're recording, obviously we'll. Uh, we'll I mean, I'm gonna. I, I don't know about you. I'm gonna talk about it as if he's gone. Yeah, well, I would. I was be, gonna say to you. I mean, do you remember a time? I'm old enough to remember a time when uh, these things were kind of were never negative. Like, like when G, when this happened with Jeter, like even though there was some bullshit that you know he's gonna hear from other teams, you knew you knew the Yankees weren't gonna let him go. Like, it's just so negative now. Everything is negative. Nothing is positive for the Yankees. Even when you think they're gonna sign guys, they just don't anymore. I'm actually shocked at this point that they do have Garrett Cole. He's been the last one that they actually we talked about them possibly getting, and he got, and they got him. The, I mean, honest recent history, uh, you would have to wonder why Garrett Cole's the Yankee, given honestly recent history. It's wild, and it's like nothing goes their way, and all these Yankee fans, like all I keep reading is like, well, you know, if we should fucking let Judge walk because that means Correa, and that means. Fuck you, dude. How fuck? I'm starting to hate the fans just as much as I hate the organization. Like, how delusional do you have to fucking be? So, as I said, dude, because right now I have to take it as he's gone. And unless something changes. Well, let's at least just talk about what happened. John Heyman tweeted that he was gone, that he was pretty much. Arson. Yeah. Okay. So. See, what I. But. There's one of these sources, these uh, pages, these anonymous pages that claim they have sources said that uh, Judge was gone and he had this whole breakdown of the contract 
And he tagged about four or five writers in it. And John Heyman was one of them. So my initial thought is that uh, Heyman (laughs) saw himself tagged in it and just kind of went with it. But, you know, you hear everything from the Yankee side is that they're, they're being told, uh, the Giants have signed somebody, uh, Mitch Hanniger, so they're getting uh, reinforcements in the lineup for Aaron Judge. Um, what do you call it? So maybe he saw that and thought it was legit because you know what? The the you know I'm not we don't I'm not here to have a debate over Elon Musk owning Twitter, but the one thing that Elon Musk did that was terrible was he allowed people to pay $8 a month to verify themselves. So now it's increasingly even harder to decipher who's full of shit and who's legitimate. So, you know, people look a lot quicker and say, oh, blue check mark, this person is somebody, and they they run with things now. Right, and you know Heyman tweeted it pretty quick because his original tweet, he actually misspelled Aaron. Yeah, he said arson judge. Arson judge. So, and Rotoware's already got a t-shirt out. I mean, they kind of came at us once, but uh, they do they do do a good job. Yeah, they do. So, um, yeah, so I'm resigning myself to the fact that Aaron Judge is gone. Uh, and and the, you know, the sad part is is that I'm not even like like yeah, I'm upset over it, but like I'm not shocked by it. And like this, Aaron Judge leaving the Yankees should be something that is shocking. It is shocking it, to me. It is. I I don't know how you're even saying that. Like as much as I as much as I have no faith in this team, deep down, I guess I I just genuinely believe that this was one thing they couldn't fuck up. Yeah, Mitch Hanniger got three years, forty three million know, 43. from from the from the Giants. So you really I mean, aren't you really aren't shocked? No, man, because in the back of my mind this entire time, and it's like I because I've been speaking about this for months now, is that the Yankees left this door open. They left the door open. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Sh- so Look, there, it's not so it, there's it's, no reason, it's their fault. So there's no reason to sit here and be sh- surprised by anything that happened by them leaving. They left the door open. They allowed this to happen. And I put out a tweet earlier today, and, you know, uh, paraphrasing it a little bit, it said, you know, I said, Aaron Judge, I'm sorry, Aaron Hicks got a lifetime contract off of one good season. While Aaron Judge had a record-setting rookie year, became the face of the franchise, and the Yankees played the game with him every yep. step of the way. Yep. Chris, look at look at all these guys. Uh, I can't think of his name right now in Seattle. Uh, the guy that just he just won Rookie of the Year. Uh, oh, uh, Julio uh, Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez, Ronald Acuna. I think even uh, Tatis. The Rays did this with. With Wanda Franco, all these young superstars that had half the years that you can compare Aaron Judge's uh, rookie campaign to, they get locked up by their teams. The Yankees didn't even, but you could say Judge could have said the entire time, no, man, I'll play my six years. I want to go to free agency. You never even heard the Yankees discussing buying out his arbitration years, extending him to maybe. 33, 34, and buying out some of these arbitration years. They played the game with him every single step of the way. 
So whatever had we could we could read that Judge is going for three sixty. The Yankees put three forty because that's I heard that earlier today. The Yankees put three forty in front of them. And they they still allowed themselves to get outbid, which Hal Steinbrenner said it wasn't going to happen. They still put themselves in a position to be outbid by not taking care of business. They allowed this to happen. There's people, you know, I've been talking to people today, and they're saying. Oh, how could you blame Judge if he's if he was offered three hundred? I mean, how could you blame the Yankees if, he, if Judge got is offered three hundred forty million dollars, bro? The Yankees left the door open. This is why I can't get past the fact that people won't put blame on the Yankees. For no, this. I'm not they playing left. that game. I told you that. It doesn't matter. The Yankees could have. Let's say the Yankees put four hundred million dollars in front of him, and he leaves to go to San Francisco for less. The Yankees, again, the Yankees let the door, they left this door open. They allowed somebody to come in here. The whole idea that this quote came out today that that uh, he told his wife when they were in high school, in 10 years, uh, I'll be married to you and playing for the San Francisco Giants. Okay? That could have been his dream. And I'm not saying that it's not. Maybe he really wants to play for the San Francisco Giants. But you mean to tell me, that if the Yankees took care of business in 2017, 2018, 2019, that he he would have said, no, I want to I want test free agency in 2022? No, I guarantee you he would have taken the security at that point. The fact, and this is what I can't get over, and I say this time and time again, I can't get over this. They built a shrine to Aaron Judge out in right field. Mariano Rivera doesn't have one. Bernie Williams doesn't have one. Andy Pettit doesn't have one. Derek Jeter doesn't have one. Don Manley didn't have one. Mickey Mantle didn't have one. You name the litany of greats that have come through Yankee Stadium. Even, even in the new Yankee Stadium, nobody's ever had a section devoted to them. Aaron Judge did. Yankees were desperate for Aaron Judge to come along, and they never rewarded him for anything he did to he he did for them. So I, again, that's why I can't blame Aaron Judge for be, for leaving. It's still shocking. Like my when Heyman tweeted that, and and I got a text from you, of course, immediately that said he's gone. It actually happened. My stuff, like my heart, just dropped into my stomach, and my stomach turned. I, I there's. I all I could do was put my hand on my head and go, "Oh my god, it actually happened." I I was stunned. I don't have any faith in the Yankees front office to do the right thing for anything, but for this is just egregious. To not sign him back is egregious. It it, it no, that's an unfair uh, look. You want well, now that you crack one open, let's touch on that. Uh, Tommy Red Bull is oh, back yeah. with the Yankees. I didn't even do that on purpose. Tommy Red Bull's back with the Yankees. He signed a two-year deal with the club today. So. I love that. I love that move. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get excited, super excited over it with uh, the face of your franchise walking out the door. Wild. But, see, again, here, look, you want to take things from different perspectives, and we can look at it like this, and it's like, well, the Yankees can – I think we all kind of figured, no matter what Al Steinbrenner said, if they signed Aaron Judge, that was kind of, that was kind of it. They weren't really going to go on this ridiculous spending spree, which is fine. Because to me, bro, at the end of the day, 
as much as we want them to improve the team, part of me needs, you need your guy, right? You need your guy. So if Aaron Judge stayed and they paid him, you know, 38, 39, $40 million, and they did, they did these minor moves, these, these, uh, you know, these barely, you know, where we said, you remember how last offseason we were saying they, are they better than they were in 2021? And we were like, Mar- what was the word we kept using? Marginally? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, or something it was, like uh, incrementally or whatever the word Incrementally, was that incrementally. That word that we were using, even if they did that again this year but kept Judge, then I would have been okay with it, man. Because, you know, so to me, being the Yankees, like you need, you need that guy. There's always, think about it, bro. They've always had that guy. You know, Joe DiMaggio to Mickey Mantle to 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 Don Mattingly to Derek Jeter to now to Aaron Judge and like, you know, no matter who they could, let's say, you know, the Yankees could bring in any number of guys. Is it going to feel the same? No. No. That's and that's another thing. People are like, oh, now we can go get Correa, yeah, we can yeah. sign Rodon, we could do this. What gives you the what gives what you proof the, do you have that yeah, that's what, gonna happen? What has made you feel that the Yankees are now gonna take this four hundred million dollars or whatever it is they were gonna give to Aaron Judge and spread that across three guys that could greatly improve the team? You're right. I just tweeted. I remember over the last handful of years the Yankees passed on superstars because they had to eventually pay our homegrown talent. How's that going? Someone replied, I think they'll go nuts if Judge leaves. I think we'll be better off. I said, what proof do you have that they'll go nuts? What proof, like, like what evidence can you show me that makes you confident that they're going to go nuts? The going nuts should be happening regardless. Okay, this team has one goal. They've had one goal for five years. And that's the field a better team than the Houston Astros. The only way you're going to do that at this point is by going nuts. It starts with Aaron Judge. It doesn't end with him. Yeah, and you know that you hear uh, Brian Reynolds requested a trade, and people are like, "Well, we can go get Brian Reynolds." No, you should. The Yankees' plan should have always been to get Aaron, re-sign Aaron Judge, and then if now Brian Reynolds is available, trade for him as well. I got to remember the Yankees, even if, even if Judge does come back, which uh, again, when we're going to take it that he's not. Even if he does come back, they have no left fielder. They don't have a left fielder. What are they going to sell you on, Chris? That Oswaldo Cabrera could play left field? <laughs> yeah, sure. And I mean, look, I think we all did. Os- I think we all think that Oswaldo Cabrera did a great job last year. But do you feel good with him being the starting left fielder next year? No, not with other options out there. Ah. <sighs> It's just, and that's why you, yeah, it, it, it was like getting punched in the stomach when I read that. But at the same time, like once the initial shock wore off, I'm like, I'm not like, this is, this is not entirely surprising, bro. Not only should he be Yankee for life, he should be the fucking captain and we're going to just let him walk. It should always be surprising to you. Always. And that's, look, bro, and that's more to do with the way this organization is run than anything. Yes, it has everything to do with that. That's why I don't blame, you know what? 
And you want to talk about why, why is Judge leaving? Okay, well, number one, it's because the Giants went out there and they offered him a shit ton of money, obviously. He wasn't going to go home to play for peanuts. They obviously ponied up and, and paid him the money that he was looking for. But also, you know, people think this means nothing, but to me, it's a big deal. He was in, and then two sides can go back and forth and Cashman can say, Oh, I told judges camp about it. They knew about it. It doesn't mean that it was right. It doesn't mean that they, they weren't pissed off about it, that he went out there and he had that press conference in on opening day. And, uh, you know, an article came out in time magazine today because judge was named athlete of the year. And it said, he said, you know what? I didn't appreciate that part of it. I told and and, and where did you hear this before? I told the Yankees to keep everything in house. Where'd you hear that before? And that part I didn't like, they did that. And I, under, he goes, I understand it's part of the business, but they did that to turn the fans against me. Right. So again, even if we you said that from the beginning, we said that from the fucking beginning. Okay. We yeah. said, we said right. Cashman going out there is the most uh, like disgusting thing he could possibly do. And that's what, look, at the end of 2021, I said Cashman's got to go. But that was purely based on job performance. That was purely based on job performance. After that, you saw what a scummy fucking weasel he is. It was never more evident. And yeah, that it was, it's not like you, you didn't know about it, but you kind of forgot about it. And Jeter was... You know, let's face it, Jeter was at the end of his career when Cashman was playing games with him. So, you know, it is a different set of circumstances. But this is a guy, and Aaron Judge, he's in the prime of his career. You know, you told us, you know, you know, people were like, oh, you, you guys used the word gaslighting too much. But that's what's happening. Yeah. I've been gaslit for the last four years about, oh, we can't get this guy, we can't get that guy, we can't get this guy. We're saving it because we got we got to drop a Brinks truck in front of Aaron Judge, which, granted, they're doing. They have done that. But the fact of the matter is that now you, it's, your money's not good enough because of all this other stuff that you've done. You, you it's like, okay, I guess the way you could put it is like, you love your wife, right? Yeah, yeah obviously you I love checked, her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you treat her like shit. Uh-huh. You take advantage of her. Okay. You take her for granted. Okay. And then in this hypothetical world we live in, she looks at your marriage license and it says, you can opt out of the marriage after seven years. Yeah. But you put that in. You put that in there, right? You did, you could have signed the marriage extension license, right? Or li marriage license extension, right? That you could have signed it. You decided not to. So now she goes off to spin class. I'm not saying that your wife does this, but okay, I'm she, she might. Off, okay, you never know. She goes off to spin class. Okay, and in, and this guy in her spin class woos her. I just told her yesterday. If we ever get divorced, she's not allowed to have a gym membership. So you're onto something. Boom. Boom. You let the door open. Now your wife doesn't want to be married to you anymore. Why would she? Because of your because of your actions. Why would she want to be? Not saying you should treat your wife like crap. 
But maybe if you had treated her a little bit better and showed her that you appreciated her, maybe once she saw she had this opt-out in your marriage license, she would have said, no, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm happy. I'm happy here. I don't want anything else. And that was my whole point about the tweet comparing Hicks to the, the Hicks situation to judge. Yeah, $70 million over seven years, right? It's not a, a low-risk type of thing. Only now we're stuck with him for another three years, and he's terrible. Only but that the, the, the low risk didn't pay off. Right. But at the time, I don't think you and I weren't that upset over it. I Listen, it's a deal that no matter how bad he is, I can't blame the Yankees for at the time. But my whole point is, is that <laughs> Judge sits there and looks at this and says, where's my money? Right. And granted, Judge would have had to, Judge, I don't think Judge would have signed a 10-year, uh, te- uh, you know, a $10 million a year deal. But what, Judge is saying to himself, "Why did I have to go through arbitration every right. year? Right. Why did you want to? Why did you want to put me through arbitration this year? Crazy. The There's Yankees, bad blood. There's clearly bad blood. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, there is. The Yankees did not handle this well. <sighs> we said from the beginning they didn't. So, so that part's not shocking." Obviously. Um, <laughs> what's so Hold funny? On, I can't help. I can't help it. I'm, I'm fighting with this kid uh, on on Twitter. The kid that said, I think they'll go nuts if he leaves. I said, what proof do you have that this team's going to go nuts if he walks? When do they ever go nuts anymore? He said, I said, I think I don't have proof. Jesus Christ. I said, yes, my point is what makes you think that? When's the last time they did what they were supposed to? He goes, I don't know. Maybe when they lost Cano. Christian, what'd they do when they lost Cano? They did They did go a little crazy. Yeah, but what'd they do? They signed Jacoby Ellsbury. That was their response to losing Cano. Jesus Christ. This is Heyman. Heyman was actually on the radio in San Francisco, and he was asked to clarify why uh, he tweeted what he did about Judge. He said, "I heard that he was going to the Giants from a couple of people, so I thought it was good enough." Since then, the Giants said they haven't heard. The Yankees said they haven't heard. So I think they would know before me if anything is definitive. At this point, I can say the tea leaves look more than positive than they than before uh, than they did before for the Giants. At this point, I would not report it. It was an error to go with it that quickly. So it's pretty much done deal, but it's not good enough to report. Pretty much a done deal, but something still could happen. But at the end of the day, he's a giant. There's another Bay Area reporter, uh, Susan something or other, I can't remember her name now, that said that. Sexist. uh, I'm sorry, I don't follow every uh, Bay Area reporter. uh, That people... uh, or an agent that that has a shared client that's close with Judge uh, was told that Judge is going, and uh, so were some of the giants. Some of the yeah, giants yeah. were told. I saw that. So, okay. I mean, it, it it would. I mean, it's gonna make me sick to my stomach. I I don't know. I I can't even compare it to something. What it would. What it like the switch 
if he does come back, like what that like what comparison you could use that to? Okay, Carlos Baerga. You know Carlos Baerga. Yeah, he's got says he's got he has Correa. a source that has Correa and Judge and Judge in San Francisco. Let me fucking tell you something, bro. I'm done. If this is real, I'm fucking done, bro. Why would we continue to do this to ourselves? They, uh, the, people are saying that he's legit because he had he had Verlander to the Mets first. I'm so done, dude. I'm done. I'm not going to games. I, I honestly, I, I'll I'll just be a negative fucking piece of shit on the show. I don't care. Like if this is what we're gonna get put through, where we can't even fucking sign our super our own superstars anymore. I'm fucking done, dude. I'm done. I'm done with this fucking organization. Well, the Pittsburgh Pirates won the MLB draft lottery, so maybe they'll be more willing to trade uh, Brian Reynolds now. Yeah, maybe. I wish I wasn't so congested, man. Honestly, like, (sighs) there's a number of things the Yankees could do that would make you feel good about the team, but like I said, dude, like, it's just going to... Nothing. You're going to... You're you're going to sit there and watch somebody else play right field next year. Wow, that is wild. And, and here's another thing. Going back to make this comparison with Judge and Hicks, right? Hicks failed so miserably at being a center field, being a center fielder for his team. But the that the Yankees asked Aaron Judge to be the center fielder in his walk year. Which, if you think about it, it end up didn't it, it end up not going to, but it could have cost the guy money. He could have, you know, he could have easily got hurt out there because he's not he's not really, you know, a center fielder. It, I I would say it probably cost him a Gold Glove because he didn't grade out favorably compared to other center fielders, even though even though I think he did a pretty solid job out there. Again, this guy. Did everything you asked him to do. And where's his reward? You yeah. own it's like it's like again going back to this comparison with your wife. It's like you only show her how much you love her after somebody else shows her right. what shows exactly. you what her worth is. Then all of a sudden I start going to the gym. I try to get in shape. You buy her flowers. I buy every her day. flowers. I try and take her out to dinner. Oh, you buy. You know, she wanted a new car. You buy now. You buy her the new. Now car. I buy her I the say, car. I shower. I, just, I smell good. I shave. You know, the Yankees only did this after they saw somebody else was in love with right? them. And they're like, oh, now we have to. Now we have to. Because what did they think, bro? Did they think that we said this before we came on air? Did they think this was going to be a cakewalk? I did mean, they, I, like everyone out there was like, oh, Giants aren't even serious, or this team's not going to be doing that. No. I said the second another team gets a fucking sniff of it, it's over. If the Yankees couldn't sign him before the season started, it's definitely not going to happen after he fucking wins MVP. And look, bro, I thought it was, honest to God, I thought it was going to be the Mets. I'm stunned the Mets have not gotten involved in this. I think I think Cohen is, is uh, Steinbrenner's bitch. I tweeted this the second the season ended. I said Yankees on opening day 2023. Brian Cashman will be the GM. True. Aaron Boone will be the manager. True. Judge will be in a different uniform. Pretty much true. 
My other three, I just want your quick take on them. Hicks will still be on the roster. I think it's going to happen. Josh Donaldson will be at third base. That's 100%. And I think IKF will be the starting shortstop. No, that one I completely, that one I do disagree with. Oh, yeah. That one I do disagree with. Okay, so what if it's not true? What if that is true? What if everything in that tweet is true? Then can we stop rooting for this fucking team? Again, I'm not, again, I would not be surprised if they're all true. I think the Yankees are going to change the shortstop. That I do think is the fact that that tweet, like that was kind of a joke, that tweet. But I pinned it because I'm like, it's probably not. The fact that you wouldn't be shocked if all of that is true, fuck, I mean, I, it the, blows the my Yankees, mind. I mean, IKF is here, Donaldson's here, Hicks is here, so I mean, like, it all could come true. It probably will, bro. It the must, one thing I didn't think would be really true is Judge in a different uniform. Unless Peraza goes in a trade somewhere, I really think <laughs> he'll be the opening day shortstop. I promise you. I pr- actually promise you. If it's going to be anyone, it's Volpe. I promise you, IKF is starting shortstop. Okay, and that's another thing, right? You want to bring up Anthony Volpe, and that's that's an interesting point you can bring up there. So now it's like, okay, Judge is gone. Who's next? Who's that guy that we can that we can say this is the, he? He is the New York Yankees. Yeah, he'll be ready in five years. Okay, let's say Anthony Volpe comes up this year at some point. <laughs> you know, after they manipulate his service time, right? And then they bring him up. And he's exact. And let's just say, for argument's sake, he's exactly what Brian Cashman is pinning, has pinned him to be. In six years, when he's a free agent, is he a New York Yankee? Probably. <laughs> how can I? How can I say yeah? Wait, the game day ML. Oh no, that was three hours ago. Oh my god. I can't deal. And with that's it. my. And that's my point, bro. Like. Let's say the let's say that we can put this heartbreak aside and say, okay, the Yankees did X, Y, and Z. Anthony Volpe's here. He has a tremendous year in 2023. Now he's the face of the team. We know, we know now that we will go through this same exact thing in five, six years. We know it's going to happen because now the Yankees have shown you not only do they not chase other people's free agents they don't chase their own free agents correct they don't chase their own this is not saying this is not like this is not saying that you when you traded for john carl stanton that his his contract was up in 2022 and you put out a half-assed effort to resign him and he left correct this is the face of your fucking team you had you had judges chambers that's what's so wild about this bro it's not like they treated him like any other player that came through the system, even though he became a superstar. They built a shrine to him. The second he when got that, here. When that when the when the S and Chambers got nailed to that wall, you know what should have been next the next the, the very next thing that happened? A contract. Exactly. A fucking contract for this guy. Aaron, we're buying out your your arbitration, and here's three years on top of it. You think he's going to say no to that as a rookie? You have any ill will towards him if he if he takes another deal? I can't honestly. I can't, man. Can't even if he takes less money. I have to understand where he's coming from because of how shitty Brian Cashman is, and I'd feel the same way. 
I thought what Brian Cashman did on opening day was one of the most disgusting things you could ever. This is not just a regular player we're talking about. And that's a big difference between him and what happened with him and Jeter, too. Is that that all happened in Brian Cashman's office and Brian Cashman leaked it to the media. He didn't hold a fucking press conference to tell everybody. Right. He pretty much looked you dead in the eyes and said, Aaron Judge is the enemy here. We tried. It's his fault. And what did I tell you, bro? What did I say to you? And I was being honest about this. If they didn't have that press conference and it trickled through like to his stooges in the media and said, and it came out, judge was offered two thirteen. He said, no, I told you that you could, I would have had a little bit of animosity toward judge because I would have said at 31 or 32 AAV, I would have said, dude, if you, if you're being truthful that you want to be a Yankee, how do you turn that down? Right. But the Yankees, it backfired them on them, bro. They tried to play this game, and it backfired on them. Now they are the bad guys in all of this. You can't hold that press conference and expect people to be on your side. You could have had fans like me on your side if you would have just let it leak through the media. And people would have been like, come on, Judge. How bad do you want to be here if you're turning yeah. down this money? Yeah. But no, you had to... Again, this is all this is all a game to the to the to the Yankees. And here's here's the here's the, the the I guess the real until it's official, the real big news of the week so far. And you're just gonna keep refreshing until I saw we're, doing, we're, man. until we're until we're uh, it's all I'm doing. I mean, it's sickening. I don't think we're. I thought we were gonna get a decision tonight, but. I don't know. Everybody don't... everybody kept saying Wednesday. Apparently, he's on his way to San Diego, and his plan's not land, uh, landing until about 10 o'clock this time. So, well, who knows, man? Maybe he's going there to sign the deal. I, I, again, bro, like I'm, like I'm saying, it's going to, it might be a little, when you listen, when you guys listen to this and watch this, you know, on Wednesday, it might be a little bit dated. You know, we could already have a decision, but. At this point, dude, it's just like rip the band-aid off. If you're leaving, just fucking say it, bro. Like you know, like honestly, if Aaron Judge knows, he he, he knows. Like, what is he going? Is he going there to to say to the Yankees one? Like, here, this is what I have, bro. How Steinbrenner's in fuck? How Steinbrenner's in Tampa? That's where Aaron Judge is or was, bro. This is wild. Just think about it. Aaron Judge might not be. It probably isn't a Yankee. Think about that. What? How? We, we just detailed how. Like what? Wild. Man. We just we just detailed how it happened. Wild. And here, like we said, until it's official, even though we're, I'm going to go off that he's gone. The Yankees, the grand genius. Decided to announce a four-year contract extension for Brian Cashman. Yeah, yesterday. right. What great timing! Remember, and, and then Glenn, you and some other people were like, "Oh, well, we think that they would only do this if they had other news." Yeah, yeah Tommy Canley. Yeah, there it is. The Yankees. No, no, guys, stop trying to make excuses. This team is so fucking tone deaf. This team has their finger so far from the pulse of the people. 
that while the best shortstop free agent, pretty much, one of the best is signing with the with the fucking NL pennant winners, and one of the best pitchers is signing with the Mets and whoever else, the Yankees come out and announce that they had a big signing too. Brian Cashman, not for one year, not for two, three, nah, nah, let's bring him back for fucking four more years, guys, wild, wild. And uh, a lot of people on social media yesterday were flipping out about it. They should, as they should. Yeah, they should have, bro. But I mean, if you were paying attention, no, you again, knew it was like, happening. I mean, again, you want to talk about not being surprised? This is the most obvious thing ever. Of that course, back. we said it immediately. Didn't you think guys? You, you think you think people are allowed to run off season meetings and give the right exactly team address exactly and, and re-sign players <laughs> if they're not the general manager? <laughs> Look, I joked about this, but it's it's kind of truthful. Cashman wrote his own contract for himself. He was just deciding how many years he wanted to stick around. The only thing that really pisses... I mean, look. Do I want Cashman back? No. Obviously, I don't want him back for oh a litany of reasons. Can't even imagine where this is going. The thing that really pisses me off about the whole entire thing is that he is going to outlast Aaron Boone. <laughs> so he's going to hire the next manager. He's going to hire the next manager of the Yankees. And I know you said to me yesterday, do you really think Boone will be gone? Yeah, if they don't win a World Series in the next... I didn't say that. I said he'll rehire Boone. You said you you think he will be gone. No, that's what I'm... You you said you think he'll rehire Boone. And I'm... Yes. I'm going to disagree with you. Yes. Because I think if the Yankees don't win in the next two years, at that point, Cashman's going to scapegoat. He has to at that point. What did Cuck Martina say the other day about Cashman's relationship with the Steinbrenners is profound. The relationship. Cashman will be here. We've said, again, we've, we're like fucking beating a dead horse. Anyone who repeats all this, we've been saying it before anybody. I don't care what anyone says. Brian Cashman will be gone when Brian Cashman is done being the GM of the Yankees. It has nothing to do with performance. It has nothing to do with how fed up the Steinbrenners are. Cashman will be here until Cashman doesn't want to be here anymore. End of story. Apparently, Taiwan Walker is going to the Phillies. Taiwan Walker? Yeah, he was with the Mets last couple Oh, the years. pitcher? Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's, you know, let's win pennants and then actually build upon it. The Yankees haven't won shit, and they don't build on anything. What is happening? Did you want Taiwan Walker? It's not that I want him. I just want the fucking Yankees to... We can't even sign our own superstars. It's fucking crazy, bro. It's who Taiwan Walker's going to. I think you're frozen. Gives you the idea that this could happen. You have to say that again. I, you froze. Something about the idea. Like you said that uh, you were having this argument. Like, what gives you the proof? What right. gives you the idea? I don't. Again, like, I'm gonna go at. The, I'm gonna say at this point, 
that Aaron Boone, after what? Seven? Was it seven? <laughs> seven, seven, seven years as manager without a World Series? At that point, I think Cashman is just going to – I would have – Either way, Brian Cashman is making the decision on the next Yankee, uh, uh, <clears throat> on the next Yankee manager. Whether you can, the next contract handed out to be the manager of the Yankees is going to be handed out by Brian Cashman. Okay, can, regardless of what the semantics of it, go, he's going to resign Boone, or it's going to be somebody else. The next contract handed out for the Yankee manager is going to be handed out by Brian Cashman. true in what world is this okay and and look i said i don't know if i said this on the show i said said it in a, in a group chat and maybe i just thought this to myself and i would live with it all if we just fucking brought aaron judge back and built around it and, and made the necessary improvements huh. it's not happening huh. and honestly bro like think about this because we know the one thing that means more to Hal than anything is money. The Yankees are his business. They're not his passion. They're his business. And again, not to beat this dead horse, I'm okay with that. I truly am okay with that. As long as you have the right people in place to run this business for you, which again, he's not do- he doesn't have. The Yankees are going to take a ma- – honestly – are the Yankees going to be dead last in attendance next year? No, the Yankees are always going to still be the Yankees to a degree, especially to tourists and, and, and to people coming into New York that want to go to a Yankee game. And it's still going to be something for businesses to entertain their clients. But for fans, the Yankees are going to take a big hit next year. If they want, if they were averaging, you want to just throw a round number out there, 40,000 people a year. Would it stun you if they were averaging 30? I mean, to me, and that's still a lot. Don't get me wrong; that's still a lot of people. It should be teams, less. But dude, to take a ten thousand a, a game hit should in be one less. season, that is a ma- that will be if that happens. That's a major statement by this fan base. Because that's eight hundred thousand less people coming through the fucking turnstiles. Yeah, what? I just don't see it happening though. <clears throat> Because year after year, it's always the Yankees leading in attendance, and I, I can't. I will. I promise you, bro. I will not spend a dime. I will not spend a dime. I'm done. I, I, I truly am done. Like my heart will not even be anywhere near what it is right now. They're doing all the wrong things. All of them. All the wrong things. All the right things are going out the window and all the wrong things are happening. And we're supposed to sit here and support it? Why? How? For what? Okay, Taiwan Walker got four years. Okay, Chris is mad because he's not a Yankee. Okay. I'm not mad that he's not a Yankee. I'm What I'm mad about is teams that have actually brought... Look, winning a pennant in baseball is something. Unlike other sports. Where well, I think going to the Super Bowl is it still a big accomplishment. No. Yeah, if you go oh, to the Super Oh, come on, Bowl, you fucking sellout. I'm not a sellout, but... Going to the it, Super Bowl is yeah. nowhere near winning a pennant. It's nowhere I near think, it. In my opinion... Maybe right? it's somewhat prestigious. In my opinion, winning a pennant and going to the Super Bowl 
are more important than going to the championship in the other of any other fine but winning a pennant would you not argue is the most prestigious out of all the other sports I, not winning a I'll world be honest with you. I'm championship. Not, I'm not buying a Yankee American League championship shirt just like I wouldn't buy a Giants NFC championship shirt. Like I would just, I I probably wouldn't go that far if they lost in, a, in either team lost in the in the title round. My point is, we have a team that just won a pennant, and what are they doing? They're saying fuck that, dude. That's not good enough for us. We want it all. The Yankees were five years ago, were one game away from that pennant, didn't take it home, and they've gone backwards and continue in egregious ways to go backwards. What is going on? You were encouraged though after 2017 because they got to that point. Yes. And then they and then they acted like the Yankees by trading for John Carlos Stan. But bro. And then since the, it's really been since the stand trade, it's like they have not been able to move forward from that point. And then they give you this glimpse of that. They can still do it with Garrett Cole. And it's like, now you're saying to yourself, because like, they can, they choose not to bro. What me look, honestly, and you know what a big fan of Garrett Cole I am, bro. It was like, but at the same point, it's like, what makes him so special? What made Garrett Cole so special that the Yankees, the Yankees moved heaven and earth to get this guy when they don't do it for anybody? Because Cashman wanted him, bro. Look, Hal said what last week? Reports leaked that Hal's not confident that that Cashman has uh, the same urge to the same fight in him, the same. Okay, first of all, you, if that's the case, why did you extend the guy four years? Because, bro, it's a whole cuck show. It's a fucking theater. It's theater. Look, what were you saying earlier about Martino said about... uh, Yeah, Cashman is... Cashman's still long lost. He he is a Steinbrunner. We we all know this. He is. He's adopted. He's the adopted son. George, right in front of Hal... George's last words before he died were that he loved Brian more than he loved Hal. And that's it. And and Hal feels comfortable with Brian holding his dad's legacy in that way because he's comfort. And 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 let's not get it twisted here. Brian Cashman is a significant name in baseball. Who knows what he's doing? There's still a lot of good things that Brian Cashman does do and that he knows how to get done. The problem is Brian Cashman has not adapted to the times. He has not evolved. And he and and these tactics. Look, the whole like the whole like uh Gary Sanchez, uh Girardi was mean to him and they had to let him go. I'm not for that shit, man. If you can't handle it. Get the fuck out. A, a, a fucking, a manager's not there to be your friend. He's there to manage this team. I'm all for because that. Because Gary Sanchez really flourished under. Uh, right, exactly. It was really Girardi's fault, right? I'm all for being tough on guys. But what Brian Cashman did was not being tough. 
what he did was openly disrespect a guy that you were telling for years is is the face of your team. What you did was not the right decision. And the fact that this guy gets another four years to do it over is just mind-boggling to me. I thought maybe two, bro. I I look, the shocking part is not that Cashman's back. We said it from 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 the jump. We said it from the second the season was over. Before the season was over. But four years? Four more years? Yeah, really. Honestly, I thought he should have been tied to Boone. So if Boone's got two, he should have got two. Two, two was where I thought it was going to be at. Did I still think they'd sign him again if he wanted to come back? Sure. But to just openly fire four years at me when when your job should be on the fucking line? Wild, man. Why even give him? I mean, at that point, why even give him a four-year deal? Why not? Like you said, 10 years. Yeah, just give him 10. Retire. You're done when you want to be done. Yeah, because yeah. I, we, we all know. We all know that. I mean, at this point, right? He got... He got an extension without Aaron Judge's name on the contract, right? He got an extension. Yes. Okay. So name the one thing that he could do. To make it all better? To, no, name the one thing that he could do to get himself fired. Could he bang Hal's wife? <laughs> Probably could not get fired. I don't know if Hal loves his wife that much. I might think love he, Brian Moore. I think he loves the comfort of Brian Cashman more. And like we said, dude, it's not that we think that Brian Cashman has been a total joke of a GM. No. He, he, he is. It's just that at some point, you got to move on. Bro, things run their course, and that's okay. But if how, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, we know that that press conference didn't happen without how approving it or knowing about it. But I have a hard time believing that, at least in my mind, I have a hard time believing that House was the one that came up with the idea to do this. Right. Right. At that point, why isn't House saying to himself, what, the, what is wrong with you? Why would you go ahead and do something like that? And this is why when we... When we debated, when we did all the keep them dumpums and we brought up how we you know ultimately said dump them, it's not because of of how he runs the team or, or in terms of resources put into the team. It's because he just doesn't pay it's like it's almost seemingly like he doesn't pay attention to how the people he hires is running the team until it's too late to do anything exactly. about it. And then when somebody brings it to his attention, he's like, Oh, okay. Here, here, Oh, you you fucked up. We didn't win the World Series again this year. We got embarrassed in the playoffs, and and the guy that just broke the American League record for home runs and 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 our franchise player is walking out the door. Oh, here's a contract extension. Yeah, here you go. Here you go. And that's where and that's where you get on Hal, man, because it's like you know. You can you you said I'm talking to talk now. I got to walk. You don't you don't walk the walk, bro. Nah, not unless, at all. If, unless you're on a flight right now to San Diego to stop Aaron Judge from signing this fucking contract, what are you doing? Right. If it was true, 
I heard from a couple different places. If it was true that Aaron Judge met with Hal Steinbrenner yesterday, how did you let him leave without putting his name on a fucking contract? Uh, you're you're a joke. You can tell the fans whatever you want to tell them. You again, you let him walk out the door. You if you saw him last night, and let's take it that he did see he did see Judge before Judge went to the Buccaneers game. Come on. He should be locked up. It's and and here's the tough point. Here you want to talk about the Yankee look, and, and people were ripping Cashman yesterday because he was saying, "Oh, I don't have a plan B, C, and D because our all our eggs are in recite the Aaron Judge basket." People were like, "How don't you know what you're going to do?" They obviously, I'm I'm sure they have an idea of what they are going to pivot to, right? It can't be that stupid eh. that they have. Eh. That they have no backup plan. The problem is, is that one of the things, not that, again, bro, like, it's not that, okay, you get this guy, it's okay, Judge left. But one of the things that you could have, like, at least said, okay, we got him. I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I could, I could maybe be okay with this. Was signing Trey Turner. Yeah. Listen, like you said, bro. There's plenty of guys that they can sign and make it feel, you know, make you feel warm and, and, and cozy inside. But at the end of the day, they could sign 10 fucking superstars and something still feels rotten if they let him go. And, and there's no, there's no making up for it. I'm not saying they can't still have a great team, but there's just something how do you how do you go I think the part of me that just feels so empty is that it's not just that he's gone and will be in another uniform it's that if you're letting a guy like Aaron Judge go what hope do we have for anything else going right you almost lose all hope in everything else because signing judge is the one thing that you had to do this is internal failure. And this is something that is tough to look past. And to just pretend like this isn't a toxic organization at that point. It's almost impossible. Right. And again, something that I tweeted out a couple of days ago that I said that, or somebody posted, uh, MLB Network, it might have been the Giants lineup. <laughs> with Aaron judge in it. And I said, and I quote tweeted and I said, if Aaron judge Lee, and now they got Mitch Hanniger and they might get calls Cray, But at that point, right. I said, if Aaron judge leaves to go play in this lineup, it's not about winning. And I firmly still believe that Aaron judge is not going to San Francisco because it gives the giants are giving him a better chance to win a world series. There's all these other it's because he's he you could say whatever you want. He's pissed. And he has every right to be about how things were handled. Obviously, he wouldn't have left if the if, again, as I might have said this earlier, he wouldn't have left if the Giants offered him a bag of peanuts. They obviously they they backed up their their wish to, to sign him with the amount of money they're offering him. It's money and respect. And that's what it and again it's 
you know, you could say like, you know, there's certain guys like Tom Brady is one of these guys. You know, he's, he always took less than what the top quarterbacks took to help out the salary cap in New England. So there are rare exceptions, but most of the time, bro, it comes down to money and respect for these guys. And respect is tied to money. And that's why Aaron Judge is leaving. He's not leaving because the San Francisco Giants have a better chance of winning the World Series than the Yankees do. He's leaving money because of money and respect. And more so to me, based on being, and I had Giant fans coming at me with all their bullshit. And like, listen, guys, like, I get it. You want Judge, right? Who wouldn't? But I'm a Yankee fan, bro. I've seen how this has unfolded the last few years. Yep. It's not a dig at your organization. It's a dig at mine that this is happening. Bad. So some other things that happened um, in the realm of, of Major League Baseball. And, you know, and I actually, you know, I felt bad for some Met fans. I did. There's some, you know, I know some good Met fans. And, you know, Jacob DeGrom left. He took a five-year deal to go to the Rangers. And, you know, I I get maybe Met fans will look at it a little bit differently because they won 100 games last year and he made 12 starts. And, you know, he's kind of been injury prone in that type of money. But still, dude, like, that's your guy. That's your man. guy, like, man. That's your guy. And apparently they were willing, to, the Mets were willing to offer him the, a similar type deal that they gave Verlander. And he took the five years in Texas, which is his right to do. But also, again, you got the feeling like that he didn't want to be there. Now you're sitting here in the you're sitting here in an off season, where arguably the best pitcher in baseball and arguably the best position player in baseball left New York teams because they didn't want to be here anymore. When did you ever think that was going to happen? Well, the thing with Degrom is like. It's not even a question. He when he's healthy, he's on a different planet. He's by far the best pitcher in baseball. It's not even close. And I can't sit here and necessarily blame the Mets for not wanting to match that when you have Scherzer and you know you have the money to sign a guy like Verlander. Look, people are flipping out about the Verlander deal and I know it's a lot of money and I I thought it was wild offer that much but at the same time it's like people are acting like it's a mistake to do just one fucking it's not like he's turning 40 and he sucks the dude just won Cy Young and a fucking World Series ring let's not act like he's some fucking washed up individual here I wouldn't want the Yankees to do it no that's fine and I don't blame you but he also just won Cy Young he didn't win it 10 years ago which he might have also 10 years ago because he's that good. He just won Cy Young with an for amazing... Mets? For the Mets? No, but who cares? No, no, what? I'm saying for the Mets, I, 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 I think is the move that they had to make. Absolutely. They had to, they had to replace Jacob DeGrom with Justin Verlander, even if it's a short-term deal, right? Absolutely. But, you know, you and I got into this last year, not that we were arguing with each other, but we were both kind of pissed that the Yankees didn't didn't try something like this with Max Scherzer and he wound up with the Mets. But I don't feel that way about <laughs> Justin Verlander. I just don't. Like, for some reason, like, the the fact that the Yankees were never, they were, they tried to get him last year and they were never, they were never interested in 40 million plus. Do you want to know guy. why? Do you want to know why? Why? 
Verlander reeks of the guy who is dominant until he puts pinstripes on. And then he mm-hmm. just becomes the washed up loser we've been waiting for. Well, you, I don't know, maybe I've said it on here, but I've used the comparison. He, him coming here would give me such Randy Johnson. Oh, vibes. absolutely. He, he, that's what he would turn into immediately, too. It would be immediate. And Randy Johnson wasn't even that bad his first year here. Oh, he was pretty he, bad. No, he won like 18 games and he pitched. Like Did he really? Yeah. I thought he, he was actually. When was his first year here? Oh, four? No, he wasn't oh, on that team. No. No, it was like, oh, he was here after the collapse. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, six. It was against the Angels. I was there. Randy Johnson was a Yankee in five and six. Five and six. I was there in oh, six. Yeah, he, I knew. I told you. The Yankees played the Angels and they got embarrassed. Right. But I was there. My whole. My whole point is that if you look at it, uh, in twenty in two thousand five, Randy Johnson pitched to he made thirty four starts, which I mean, who can, who does that anymore? Uh, Seventeen wins, and he pitched to a three seven nine. That's not bad. But in uh, the following year, he he pitched to a five year right. Terrible. And he just never. I mean it. That's he was never what, Randy he, Johnson. If that that's what I would feel like Verlander would be here, where he would have a respectable year, right. but not the dominant year, and then it would just fall off a fucking cliff the right. following year. Because it's gotta happen eventually, and you know that the second he came here it would. So that's why I'm not mad that the Yankees didn't get involved in him. No, I but Rodon in- would be pretty nice. Is that how you say Rodon? Yeah. That would be pretty nice. I mean, that's a guy who I really, there's no excuse, but I don't see that happening either. I really I don't. People, I know a lot of people were like, oh, that's, that would be a pivot move. But why? No, no. With these pivots. No. Rodon should be a guy. The Yankees should want regardless if Aaron Judge is a Yankee or not. They need, look, we, we got all season to discuss this. And I'm sure by the time we record next week, something will have, you know, we'll, we'll have more definitive things to talk about. The Yankees need help in their rotation. Whether people want to admit it right. or not. Of they course do. they do. So you put this guy, look at this. If you line up Garrett Cole, Rodon, Sevy, and Nestor Cortez. Bro, bro, if they get Rodon or Rodon, whatever the How fuck. you say it? Yeah, Let okay. me tell you something. Him with Cole is a great start. That's a great start to actually putting together a team that you can take seriously in October. And the two guys that you don't want to rely on to be your number two are now your three and four. Right. And to think if the Yankees and ever they're got great, a, they're great three and fours. And to think if the Yankees ever got anything out of Frankie Montas, what a friggin' rotation! Imagine, imagine. But it starts with Judge for me, man. I still don't believe it's not happening. I still don't realistically believe he's gone. I've, I've, I've honestly... Uh, My stomach will still drop just as much when it becomes I'm at, official. I'm at the point now where uh, I've, I've given up that hope that he'll be back. Wow. Sad. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I just I, at this point now, I just have to go with. There's just just too many stupid people out there. Yeah, I'm glad you know. I was. It's it's actually a good thing when you don't tweet for a few days and you don't have to deal with these morons. Yeah, and, and people are you know people are uh, that that Hicks judge tweet and people are like, oh well. You can't compare the two things. You can absolutely compare the two things. I get it. Judge would have commanded a lot more money. And it would have... But again, dude, like... If I'm Aaron Judge, I'm looking at this and I'm saying to myself... Does Aaron, does Aaron Hicks... Is there the Hicks house out in center field? Did they... <laughs> did, you know... Is there like, uh, is there like, uh, did they re- did they replace Monument Park with like, uh, with like a chill pad for Aaron Hicks out there? No, but I got one, and I'm way better than he is. <laughs> that's what that's what friggin' kills me, man. Is that people don't seem to understand it that the Yankees again, the Yankees played the game with him, and now they're about to lose. People are dumb. You're like, oh, Judge would have, somebody just tweeted at me, Judge would have taken a bad contract. Oh, really? <laughs> judge would have uh, taken a bad contract by making more money over the life of his arbitration? Yeah, maybe now. And then in, in, in this in this future, in these future two or three years, maybe uh, it would have been beneficial to the Yankees financially. But again, we're, ta- we're talking about a situation here that we should not have to be talking about. We're... The, I think about the things that we've wasted time on this show talking about that we should have never even had to fucking talk about. This be one of them. At some point along the way, over the last five years, we should have said, "Oh, Yankees extend Aaron Judge. That's awesome." Yeah. And that would have been it. And that would have been it. Oh, until we were maybe screaming like, for it. You know, and then you got people. You know, and there's fans that are like, "Oh, good, he's not worth it." Because he's injury prone. Yeah. What fucking morons, man. Aaron Judge, if you look at... And somebody somebody actually lied to me yesterday and said that Aaron Judge misquotes significant time in the minor leagues with injury. Yeah. I don't know how many games they play in the minor leagues, but Aaron Judge was playing about 130 games in the minor leagues. That's pretty much how many they play. Okay, so... If he uh, missed significant time... Being that he was a college guy, if he was missing significant time, he would have never gotten the chance and opportunity that he did. So, you know, he had the oblique injury in 2016. I don't even really count that. It is what it is, right? But because it was at the end of the year, Yankees were out of it. 2017, he had, you know, his shoulder was busted up a little bit and he slumped there in the second half. But every yeah, really, season. He had an MVP season. He won rookie of the year. Says. I don't care what anybody says. Aaron Judge should have two MVPs on his mantle. Absolutely. It's not even a question. 2018, why did Aaron Judge miss time? Um, smashed hand? Was that the smashed? That's, that's the, yeah, that's when he got hit by a pitch. Is that his fault? No. And I remember this, right? I remember this so vividly. And, and tell me if you remember this, too. When the Yankees activated Aaron Judge off the I.L. that year, and they said he can't 
He's not going to swing a bat, but we're going to bring him in to to get his feet wet, play some defense. Remember that Friday night when he came into that game, and it was like a he was like a returning war hero, the ovation that he yes, got. it was wild. To the way now people speak about him, why? Because he struck out a bunch of times in the postseason after breaking a fucking sixty-year-old Fuck record. Bro. Fuck most Yankee fans. I hate most of them. And then in 2019, you want to look at that year and say, okay, he was hurt that year? Fine. And he would have missed significant time in 2020 because he only played 30 games in the COVID year. So he missed half of that season. But why would he have missed significant time, Chris? He dove for a fucking ball and punctured his lung and didn't tell the Yankees about it because he wanted to play in the postseason. Yeah. Again, a freak thing. Which he's laid out for plenty of balls since then, and and it hasn't happened again. In 2021, was he hurt? No. Was he hurt last this past season? No. So give me the evidence that Aaron Judge is injury prone. Not only was he not hurt, he played a lot of games. He played 157 games this year. And I think 2021, he played 155. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm wrong. I'm almost uh, positive. Judge played uh, 148 last year and 157 this year. Wow, I thought it was more than that. But still, well, remember, the Yankees did a lot of, you know, sitting today and playing tomorrow and doing this with Judge in 2021. And we said, uh, listen, if it's going to work, it works. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. So whatever they did worked. And I don't mind him missing 12 games. And that number, that 157, let's be honest, it would have been lower if he wasn't chasing the record. They would for have sat sure, him. For sure, for sure, and that's fine too. They would have sat him a lot. Again, think about these things that he did for this team. Now, I can't do it anymore, bro. I'm going to throw it, up. Chris. I've been think drinking this whole episode. Is Aaron Judge a leadoff hitter? Yeah, when they want him to be. Why, why was Aaron Judge a leadoff hitter for the New York Yankees? Because they needed him to be. He was yeah. literally their best. It's sad that he was their best option. He's not again, a leadoff hitter, but he had to be for them. A guy that has 60 home runs and 130 RBIs is leading off. You don't think that that took stats away from me? That took runs batted in away from him? Come on, man. This guy made sacrifices for you time and time again. It's a joke. It's a joke. I just, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like... I mean, this. I guess this will be the final refresh. Uh, nothing. I mean, nothing's come across the wire here. I keep hearing the Yankees are interested in, in, interested in Xander Bogarts. I mean, like Xander Bogarts. <laughs> Isn't there better shortstops? Well, one of them is in Philly, and one of them might <laughs> might be joining might Judge. Be joining Judge, yeah. Did you see that Gary Sanchez has emotional distress from playing for the Yankees? Uh, Jesus Christ. Give me a fucking break. Oh, my God. Please. I can't deal with this team anymore, bro. So, um, unless you got anything else here, bro. No, I'm done, man. Um, Yeah, so, we'll as of 940 right now, uh, no official news is on the way, but uh, I mean, uh, like I said, I, I've resigned myself to the fact that he won't be here. Uh, 
It's going to be a sad, year. sad moment. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the final thing I'll say is this, is that there's like, there's, there's probably a handful of teams that he, you didn't want him to go to, obviously the Mets, the Red Sox, the Astros. And, and right, right up there is the fucking giants. Because guess who's at open? Who's at Yankee stadium opening day this year? <laughs> oh man. So you get your nose rubbed in it right away. Good. And it's not even like, okay, they're in San Francisco. No, bro. You're going to pay dumb money. I hope he hits a fucking ball. 550 feet. You're going to pay dumb money to be reminded of the fact that the Yankees wouldn't pay dumb money when they had the opportunity to, to keep this guy in pinstripes. Right away. And, it's, and I was there on opening day in 2010, man. And I was really happy to, for Matt Silly when he came back to get his ring. Me too. That was when, is, when he was with the Angels, right? Yeah, this is not going to be the same thing. No. 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 And I won't be there on opening day. I can tell you that much. No way. So um, if uh, I guess we'll just we'll take the show here to end it. Um If you're somebody that doesn't care about real life, if you're somebody that doesn't care about our personal shit, just, uh, you know, end the video, end the audio now. Um, Because we're done talking about, you know, baseball. But um, there was no show last week because um, there's really no easy way to say this. Uh, You know, my father passed away the day after Thanksgiving. Um, And it's not something that, Uh, we were expecting, although uh, I guess it's a phone call that I uh, thought was coming many, many times during the course of my life uh, because my father was not a healthy man, but uh, it it still was not expected uh, to come when it did. So it came as a a big shock. Um, And I'm, you know, it's, uh, like I said, he passed away the day after Thanksgiving and, you know, I'm still hurting, man. Like, uh, I, I was thinking about not doing the show again this week and, um, I I don't know, man, I felt like I really need to just kind of, not that life will ever be normal again at this point, but like, I just feel like we just kind of, and I, I hate to be cliched or corny when talking about this, but I kind of feel like, you know, as Rocky said, we just got to keep moving forward here. And, uh, that's part of the reason why I decided to do the show tonight, um, because of that. And, you know, I bring this up on the show, you know, because if you've been a fan of this show for the past, uh, what, five years or whatever, uh, my father's as instrumental to this show as, as anybody, you know, did my father come to me and say, Hey, Christian, go start a podcast. No, I, I honestly doubt my father even knew what a podcast <laughs> was, but I'm a Yankee fan because of him. I'm a passion. I'm as passionate about this team because of him. And look, bro, I completely understand what you're saying. Like, you know, judge is going to leave and you're done and, and that's fine. And I get what people say that because look, it is what it is, bro. Like you, people look at things differently, but I, and I, and now, especially now that he's gone, like I can never be done, man. Like I, I just can't because 
this is what me and my dad did, you know, and should, you know, and I always think about this, like, should your relationship with your father be deeper than being a fan of a team together? Maybe, but ours was what it was, man. So that's why I could, I can't never, I can never be done. I can feel differently about the team. I can maybe not make the financial commitments I've made to this team, but I can never be done with this team, man. And, and you know, it's, it's because of him, man. And it's just like, um, I, 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 I thought since I called you and told you that we were going to do the show, I've thought a hundred different ways about how, about what I was going to say or how I was going to say it. And it's just, I'm honestly, man, like I miss him. I do. It's, uh, it's weird being over there. The house is, the house is too quiet. Um, and my mother wanted to, you know how your, your mothers have a way of asking you to do things without uh, telling you, you have to do them. Mm-hmm. And my mother, I, my mother really wanted a eulogy at the, uh, at the, at the funeral. And I, I couldn't do it. He, what did she want? She wanted a eulogy. She, heard, she, you did a reading though. I, I did. Yeah. I did a reading. Uh, I, I, I couldn't because I, I didn't think I could get through it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I sure. didn't think I could get through it. Um, but I guess this couple minutes here that I'm going to spend is my eulogy to my father. And I don't know who in my family will hear it or anybody will hear it. Or maybe everybody's just turning it off right now, but you know, my father was a complicated man, bro. But at the end of the day, he was my dad, and I know that he loved me. And I, I, I've, I love my dad. And uh, you know, you can walk, you come in here in the room that I'm recording to, and everything that you see around you is because that's what I did with my dad. Obviously, the Yankees are behind me. You know, when we were going through my dad's stuff, um, I, we found some ticket stubs. One of which I didn't even know existed, and that was Game Five of the 1978 World Series, which was pretty wild. And then the only other two things that I found, ticket stub wise, was uh, the Beach Boys game that which you I always believe, talk about, which I always talk about, which I believe was the only time my the four of us, my mom, my dad, my sister, and me, all went to a game together. He had those tickets. And uh, the final game he ever went to, which I have, I, I I actually took him to, was in the old stadium. I went a little crazy that year, <laughs> and I bought a lot of tickets to a lot of games. I even bought a season ticket pack, and uh, it was a day game against the Twins, and I and I took them. I remember they they were really shitty seats. They were lower. <laughs> level, but we were like right against the back wall by oh, the foul yeah, pole in left those. field. And it, they were just miserable seats, but you know, I, he took me to my first game and I took him to his last game. And because, and like, you know, after that, my dad never got to go to a new stadium because his health was really deteriorating at that point and would have just made it really difficult to get him out there. But, you know, because of that, because those are the memories, like I can never, like, I can never just shut this off and not be a fan. Like I look over there, my Eli Manning, you know, from him winning the Super Bowl. What did me and my dad do? We went to Giant Games. I'm staring at a wall of Rocky pictures. You know, I that's I might exaggerate that we watched Rocky four a thousand times, but I remember 
when we lived in our apartment in Patterson, dad was laying on the floor with one dog. I was sitting on the couch with the other dog. We watched Rocky four together, man. And my dad stole his brother-in-law's Rocky four tape to bring it home. <laughs> he, he told me he was going to borrow it and bring it back. He never did. And I must, we must've worn out the uh, tape on that thing. Creed sitting right next to me, sleeping on my brand new Giants jersey. <laughs> I love dogs because my dad, we always had a dog, man. So, like, a lot of, you know, people are always like, oh, you know, you, you take more after the Italian side. You know, I seem to gravitate to, but I'm my dad, man. I have his name. And uh, it's, you know, what the things that would aggravate me the most especially recent times is that going over there and yelling at him because he wanted to talk about the Yankees or he wanted to talk about the giants and his TV was just so, so loud, loud that you couldn't, you couldn't hear yourself <laughs> and it's eerie. Well, you know, I've obviously been to my mother's a bunch of times since this happened and it's just eerie being in there that the house is so quiet and you know what you wouldn't give right now to just, yell at him one more time to turn the TV down so he could yell about Aaron Judge, you know, leaving, you know. And, um, I, you know, one of my biggest – there's nothing you can do about it, right? Things happen in life for a reason. But one of the things that always upset me was that uh, my daughter, who was named after my grandmother, and my grandmother passed two years before my daughter was born, so they never got to meet each other. But, you know, my father, he met my daughter, man, and I, I – I take that with me, bro. I do. That, that means a lot to me. That means as much to me as anything that he ever did for me is that recent memories of him just being happy, being her grandfather is, is really important to me. And I'm glad that we got to, you know, see that. And, um, so I, I miss my dad. I love him. And, uh, you know, that's why I, again, like, my cousin did something for me. Uh, I don't really want to talk about here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be out of Yankee Stadium early next year because of uh, because of it, and you know, for my dad. So we're gonna, and that's you know, regardless of who plays for this team, you know, my dad's seen a lot of different guys come and go out of that uniform, but uh, he he always remained a fan, man. And uh, even even in the stupidest way, if that would, keeps his memory alive and. I can continue to honor him. That's, you know, that's what I'm going to do, bro. So for better or worse, that's why, like, I can never, I can never give up. So uh, that, you know, if he, I don't know who's listening, but, you know, like I said, I do miss him, man. And it's, I went back to work on Monday and it's, it's still constantly on my mind. So, of course. Uh, and it, and it's going to be, man, it's going to be for, for maybe the rest of your life. And, so you know, as, I know a lot of people that don't know me personally did reach out. You know, I did post something. Just, just I don't know. And a lot of people reached out to me. So if you guys are just hearing about it for the first time, or if you if you did reach out to me, I do appreciate it, man. There's like people don't know what it means until you're in that situation to have somebody tell you that you know, even if it's a token thing, to know that people do care, bro. And it's, it was the toughest thing that I ever had to go through saying goodbye to him. So. Uh, hopefully this puts a little bit more closure on it for me. And, uh, you know, he'll always, I, I know he'll always 
it rained on his on the day of his funeral just because that that would be my dad to annoy everybody <laughs> like that. So I wouldn't expect anything less out of him. So uh, I will I'll close on that and just say that um, you know I miss him and I, I do love him, man. So uh, you know I'm not going to be one of these guys that say you never know what next the the last time you'll see somebody. So so always make it count. But you know just think about you know just you do think be. about that. You just, should be because it's the truth. Just do think about that, especially, you know, I'm, I'm pushing 40, you know, you're getting up there and you know, you're in your mid thirties now, you know, it means your parents are getting older. You just, you do never know. And, um, yeah, man. So I did want to, I did want to take a few minutes to just talk about that. So I do, you know, if anybody is listening and still watching, I do appreciate that. that you guys stuck through that. You know, it is your show too. So I do appreciate you letting me have a few minutes for that. And, um, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll just close out the show and thank everybody for their continued support of NYYST and uh, and, and and NYY News TV. We're, we're uh, with or without Aaron Judge, man. We're still looking to make big strides in 2023. So thank you for your continued support. Uh, follow us on Twitter at NYYST underscore podcast. And uh, Chris, say goodbye. Peace. NYYST. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk, yep. swinging for the fences, knock it out the park. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, Woo. Christian and Chris, of course, SGR. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk. Uh. Record, rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas.